How are you doing, everybody? It is your guy, Taz the Angel, here with more car talk, good conversation you can ride to. And it is again my birthday, January 11th, the day legends are birthed. All right. Oh, oh you know, you know what it is. Um, so, again, first off, I want to thank everyone uh, for watching liking commenting sharing participating in helping this podcast grow in every single way that you do and that you can uh happy new year this is my first one of 2021 i was going to do one last week but i figured i would wait until today so today's episode is going to be kind of a recap of 2021 and how it was my first year being 30 but before I get into that my bad this hat here is brought to you by my co-worker and friend Stephen Jamie we were uh it says gelatinous (laughs) that's what that says and the reason why it says gelatinous is because he and I while we're at work we will talk about random things to help time go by because I work 12 hour shifts you know so he'll uh, sometimes put the question of the day on the board and we'll discuss it and so one day he didn't have one and I asked him I said what is one of your favorite words that you don't get to say often that's how random I am um and we talked for a while about that because there were several people in the office when I other lab when I asked. And honestly, I don't remember what his word was, but he remembered mine. Gelatinous. That is one of that's probably my favorite word that I don't get to say often. And just because of how it feels when you say it gelatinous. It's, I like how it feels when I say it and it even though it's a very simple word or meaning uh, it sounds smart you know it's one of those words that if you say it in a conversation hmm, this texture is actually quite gelatinous it just sounds smart right it sounds like you oh this guy know what he talk about he 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 knows some about textures right and for you all who don't know uh, gelatinous is simply an adjective describing texture um, and it's saying a texture like gelatin gelatinous gelatin jello so that and that's how non-complex the meaning is but the sound of it it sounds like yo you know what he's talking about so I like the word um, let me shift the light a little bit or at least try to does it help? No, I don't like that. That's a little less. Ah, that'll work. It'll work. Uh, if I need extra, I'll do that. But I don't think I need extra because that's just life back there. Doesn't really add much to if these would. I don't think I need more lighting though. I think this is good enough. What do y'all think? This is why I should do live recordings sometimes. Anyway, I think that's fine. I think what I have right now is fine. Um, 
2020. What a year. Okay. What a year. Um, yeah. Where do I start? Let me turn. Oh, I turned it all the way down. I shouldn't do that, right? Did that. It's like 38 degrees. So I'm going to put a little bit of heat on. I do just floor. It shouldn't be too loud, though. Um, oh, that's why. I'm going to turn that one too. That's why. Anyway, 2020, guys. What a freaking year. Okay. Uh, started out pretty good and just got crazy. Well, no, it didn't even start out good. It started out crazy because at the very beginning of the year, first couple of months, we lost Kobe, Gigi, and the rest of the people in that helicopter crash. So it didn't even really have a good opening. Right? So it's a wild year. So I remember, well, well, I'll talk about uh, talk about the year first, and then I'll talk about uh, my first year being 30. Um, so we lost Kobe early, and honestly, I'm not I'm not going to talk about all the people we lost because the list is just too long. Chadwick Boseman, uh, Tiny Lister, aka Debo. Too much rest in peace to everyone that we lost Fred the Godson Mo 3 King Von sheesh rest in peace to everyone who we lost in 2020 what no matter what the reason was rest in peace um, and my condolences to everyone who was affected in any way um, yeah, man, it's a wild year. So, of course, the big, big thing to talk about is coronavirus, right? And in our country, the U.S., it started spreading. I want to say, or it started being a, a problem between April and May. It may have been late March. And the reason why I know this, it couldn't have been early March. It was after March for sure, but I want to say between April and May. I went to Mississippi last year in March uh, to celebrate to celebrate my grandmother's 90th birthday. Um and that was her birthday is if i'm not mistaken march 8th uh, it's either the 6th or the 8th but i'm almost certain it's the 8th so i went to visit her and we had a party for her. it was great and when i got back shortly after i returned you know home that's when i started hearing reports of the virus becoming a pandemic People having to shut down businesses, stop doing this, stop doing that. And though they reported that it was a an upper respiratory virus, 
people flooded the stores to get tissue. Tissue. For the life of me, I could not understand that. They didn't get any throat spray, any cough drops, any type of medicine. They went straight to the tissue. And I'm being honest with you, that's irrational. For them to say, hey, there's a virus that messes up the way you breathe and all this stuff. And that the first thing you grab and rush to grab is something that wipes your butt. I just don't see if they go together to me. So to me, it's logical. Now, I'm not the counsel on what's logical and what's not, but I can't make that connection. You know, they're telling you, oh, coughing and sneezing are, you know, some of the ways it's spread and symptoms and all that. And that's when they start telling us to get face masks. It wasn't mandatory yet, but get face masks. And you just couldn't find tissue anywhere. To the point to where certain stores had employees that were holding tissue in the back so they could buy it and go home with it. And they weren't even, oh no, I don't know. And they didn't even get baby wipes. Baby wipes are much more practical. To me, anyway. Again, these, this is all my opinion. There's there's nothing factual backing up what I'm saying right now. But for tissue, you have to roll that up. Wipe, wipe, wipe. And then flush. You get one, maybe two wipes. Put them together. Wipe, wipe. Maybe another wipe. If it's like a thin one, but if it's a, a good brand of wipes that they're pretty sturdy, you're gonna get some good wipes with those. You only have two. Put those in the. I say don't flush them. Ninety-nine percent of people flush them, so you dispose of them in whatever way you do, and you keep moving. You don't have to roll them up, and and they already have the moist. I don't know. There's more practice. I'm not gonna get detailed in butt wiping. But <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not going to do that. There's just, um, I don't know. It just said a lot about the masses, honestly. Um, and, and people tend to want to believe that the masses are practical beings and they just aren't. They just aren't, honestly. Because if I tell you there's a, a virus that's out and about that could make you cough, sneeze, get sick and stuff like that, flu-like symptoms. When I think of the flu, I don't think about going to grab tissue. Especially in a rush to go get it. But that's enough about uh, that illogical thing. So then we get quarantined as a country, right? weird and people just could not do it weirder <laughs> to the point where they're having to set curfews in places and 
want to arrest people but are scared to arrest people because they don't know if they're COVID-19 positive or not because they broke the curfew. It was just chaos, honestly. It was chaos, right? Like, I can't be the only one to experience it. I know you've experienced some form of the chaos from this. And, um, so, quarantine as a, as a country. Then each state has its on, I'm sorry, not on, own regulations. If you watch me often, you know exactly what I'm sipping on because it's the same thing that I'm always sipping on. Same thing that I'm always sipping on. So then we start getting labeled by our job titles and our job places, like places of employment, whether we really need to be out and working or not. So now we're called either essential or non-essential. And most of the essential jobs got nothing for continuing to jeopardize their lives. Nothing. Um, you know, we, we always, well, I saw a lot of posts about people in hospitals and law enforcement and things like that but you didn't hear so much about the not so glamorous in your face essential workers the people who work on subways or public transportation the people who work in warehouses and plants for you to get the things that you order or for you to get the things that you don't know you're getting from them. Like, I work at a, a poly pipe. Um, I think it's polyoprene. Polyneoprene. I forget what the type of pipe it is. But anyway, its purpose is for natural gas. Um, so, it's gas that goes into buildings, that goes into houses. Uh, we make conduit pipe, which is the pipe that's used as a coating for different companies to put their Wi-Fi wires through before it goes in the ground. So we were double essential because the natural gas, of course, is essential because it's gas. You need gas. And the conduit, because it's for Wi-Fi and you know, phone services and all that, that's telecommunications. We were double essential, but we got nothing in return. Um, and most, most other places didn't. Uh, the difference is, and um, I'm not gonna, you know, down talk my company because I'm very uh, grateful to be working there. And I, I like the job, honestly. Uh, but I do think that they dropped the ball on their preparedness.
as opposed to other essential businesses. We didn't even get um, COVID pay. If you tested positive, you weren't out and covered for COVID pay where most other places did. My father works at a hospital um, in dispatch. They had 80 hours of COVID pay. If you got, if you tested positive, you had two weeks of paid. You didn't have to use your PTO, your sick time, none of that. You were automatically covered because this is a national, honestly worldwide, but national pandemic. We didn't have that. <clears throat> but not to get too specific for me um, in my place of employment, because I don't want people to watch this and say I'm, I'm talking bad about them and I deal with that. That's why I'm not saying the name of it, by the way. Um, but also because I, I'm not down talking. I'm, I'm just saying I think that they weren't as prepared as uh, other companies. I don't think that's um, any form of defamation or like putting them down, because, again, I really like the job. I really like working there. Especially now that my position, uh, the area that I work in, just got a new manager. Um, and that manager is, in my opinion, really good um, in the way that they handle it. But all in all, I'm happy to be there. Employed there. So, we get labeled essential. If you were non-essential, a lot of places just just couldn't go to work. You couldn't get PTO, you couldn't get money. And that put a lot of people in bad places, bad positions. So to help that, the company comes up with unemployment plus, plus an extra 600 because of COVID. That was a good thing. Um, of course, you're always going to have people who abuse it. People who did things just to get fired so they could draw the unemployment because the unemployment um, plus the extra $600 was more than they were making anyway. So they want to ride that out as long as they could. I get it. I wouldn't do it. I didn't do it, obviously. I get it. It's a chance for me to use this bad situation to make more money than I would if it was a regular situation. Again, I didn't do it and I wouldn't do it, but I get it. So, I do a video about coronavirus and what it is um, to help inform people. And I said things like, it's not a death sentence, you know, just because you test positive doesn't mean you're automatically going to uh, die. Though people were dying from it, it's not a guaranteed thing. It's serious, but it's not a guaranteed thing. And I really like the way that I spoke about it, honestly, because after I tested positive for it, I went back and watched that episode just to make sure I wasn't flagrant in what I was saying. And I like the way that I, I spoke about it, honestly, because I saw a lot of people underestimating it. Oh, man, it's nothing, man. It's like having the flu. And I say it, it's like having the flu, but a little worse. 
and, and stuff like that, I did compare it to it because we were being told that you will exhibit flu-like symptoms. So I compared it to the flu like they informed us and, you know, the things that I researched. But I didn't downplay it. I did say you still need to take it seriously. I gave suggestions on things to take uh, and do. I gave suggestions on things to purchase during this quarantine. Uh, I, I just tried to give a lot of information on that episode. And I do, looking back, like I said, I believe I did a really good job covering it. Because after I experienced it, I didn't want to be one of those people. Because I saw a lot of people doing this. I saw a lot of people saying acting as if it was nothing and then once they got it they had to double back and be like oh guys man it's real it's serious you know people talking about it's not even a real thing it's fake the government's making it up come on man come on like people have people have family members that they're losing you know people have friends loved ones like it's just irresponsible in my opinion so I wanted to make sure I didn't do anything like that because I, if I did, I wanted to be able to double back, but I didn't um, because I just don't want to mislead the people, anyone. I'm going to listen back to, I usually watch my episodes to kind of critique them, but I'm going to listen back, especially to this one because I have a microphone kit. I'm going to wait. Okay. I'm going to particularly listen back to this one because I have a microphone kit that is attached to my phone that is supposed to increase the clarity of audio. So that's why I stopped because I it's supposed to increase the clarity and stuff. And you have this loud train horn that's driving by or yeah, driving because the conductor's driving it. Yeah. So this train passing by and the horn is just <laughs> I didn't want it to be over me. Um but yeah, so I do like the way that I spoke on the coronavirus initially. And then I also did a video after my 14 days um, telling my experience with it. But, well, you know, I'll talk about that a little bit because I did a full video. But, you know, I talked about the way I got it, the way I contracted it. Because there was only one place that I had gone that was outside of my norm. So I know that that's where I got it from. And it was difficult, man. The fatigue was the worst part for me, as I said then on the video. Uh, that was the worst part for me. Uh, that and the, the body temperature just changing sporadically. I'll be so cold that I have to put on sweatpants and a jacket one moment and then minutes later I will need to take all of that off. Not to get too detailed, but body temperature changes. And once I contracted pneumonia as well, 
while I had the coronavirus, uh, that's when the breathing issues came in. And, whew. and you know, the first day, excuse me, for me was the scariest because I didn't want to not have a chance to fight. You know, I was really, really nervous. Uh, scared, honestly. Because I just didn't want... I didn't want to lose the ability to fight it. Like, at least give me a chance to fight. Don't take me out of my sleep. So I didn't want to sleep the first night. Stayed up to like 3, 4 in the morning, I believe. If not, later than that. But stayed up very late. Um, but continued. It, it continued to get better and better, you know, through time. And I lived, you know. And I say that laughing because, of course, I lived because I'm talking to you right now. But also, I'm saying I'm laughing because I'm glad I did. Because a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't you know and I know some people personally who didn't so I know the seriousness behind it and speaking of which uh, I was speaking earlier about how I went to Mississippi for my grandmother's 90th birthday she got it and my mother got it for being around her and then later on I got it from where I told you I got it in the video and my grandma hadn't looked better than all of us um, than all of us I was down could barely eat took me four times to eat a bowl of soup just my mom was talking about how the fatigue got her my grandma was chilling, yo. I'm talking about all around the house cooking and cleaning for herself and just everything is and I thought I just think that's amazing. I personally think that's amazing. Which is why I tell people and I told them then, you know, it's not just about age. It's not just about age. Um So we're quarantined, we have COVID it's out and about we have people rioting not just protesting rioting because they don't want to wear a mask because the virus was spreading at such a, a quick pace at such a fast pace that if you didn't have a face mask and still to to this moment i believe most places are like that if you didn't have a, if you don't have a mask on you can't come into this place of business you can't shop here go to your car get your mask and then come back people were attacking greeters at walmart for trying to make them safe for trying to make sure that they were safe they were literally attacking people And then they started protesting and rioting because they didn't want to wear masks. And I saw this meme that even to this moment is relevant because we're still dealing with it, right? It said, we all watched the bird box. 
and we were wondering why do these people keep going outside now look at this now look at this if you go outside you could get killed on the bird box right and and folks are like man why do they keep going out there they already got you know they already got stuff from the stores and woo -woo, all that right then you want to complain about not putting a mask on. Oh, I can't breathe. It's the, the mask is suffocating me. It's get one with a vent and filters that allow you to breathe through it, not into it. There's a way if you want to make one. Simple. But things being simple and easy are two different things. And things most of the time we're going to go into the insane when dealing with the masses then we have to keep dealing with police brutality Police killings. George Floyd, Armand Arbery. Not, I don't believe those are police, but you know, people, black people being killed for no reason. Let's let's say that. Breonna Taylor. Many, many more. We have to deal with. Black people being attacked, shot in the face with pepper spray cans. White guy got his face busted by one of them as well that I'm aware of. Of course, the, the numbers, I'm not saying he's the only one, but meeting people who are protesting peacefully and silently in SWAT gear. ready for war but people who are just standing together in solidarity some in silence not even speaking just standing together then we had the post the black um, avatar as your profile picture on your different social media accounts and I saw a lot of black people going against that. And they were saying things like, this isn't going to stop police brutality. This isn't going to do that. And I said then and I'll say it now. It wasn't about stopping police brutality. It was about showing yourself to be an ally. Are you going to join me? And if you can't join me in something as simple as changing your picture, I would never consider you to be a warrior beside me in fighting for my life and yours. Because if you find a reason to dispute something so simple, you can't follow directions. If I tell you to duck, you'll ask me why. 
and you will die because I was trying to tell you to duck to dodge that gun that was pointed at your head or the bullet that came from it rather. But because instead of listening, you questioned, now you're dead. See, this is a discussion that I've had with several people before. Several people that I care about. Because if you're around me for a long time, you will see that I am a very big fan of direct communication, which means getting your message out with the least amount of words possible and nonverbal communication. I'm a huge fan of those. Quick example. In the earlier years, when I first got married, the kids were all pretty young. Um, when I got married, they were 12, 11, and 8. So they are all fairly young ages. And after a while, I taught them how to follow short, concise directions. If we were in someone house, house, someone's house visiting, when it was time for us to go, I would say door. And they would give. After that, when I got to the door, I would say car. They'd all go out to the car. And some people were like, man, you must be beating them to have them train like that. No. I just communicate with them. I talk to them. And I say, hey, when we're here, I'm going to say this, and this is what I need you to do. And I taught them then that I'm teaching you how to take quick directions because there may be a time where I don't have time to give this long drawn out explanation. I don't have time to use a bunch of words to get you to understand something. I'm going to tell you to do something as shortly as I can and I need you to do it at that moment because I believe in preparing people without fear because you could say oh my god he's got a gun or you could say he got a gun get out I'm delivering the same message but I'm subtracting the fear because if you're prepared there's nothing to fear that's my mindset um, I've always had a form of that but it was nurtured more when I was being mentored by um, Elder Michael Hampton Sr. So I'm an advocate of that, of nonverbal communication. And I've had to tell people that. I'm like, look, I need you to just do what I say sometimes. Especially in the times when I give you short, direct things. I do this real quick. Don't ask me why. I need you to do it. I said, because if I tell you to duck, that's because I don't have time to tell you why. I just need you to do it so you can live. And after you've lived past that moment, I can explain to you why I told you to do it that way. I can explain to you then. Now we're out of the danger zone. Danger zone! Shout out to Kevin Samuels. 
But now, now we're out of the danger zone, so we can have that conversation. But in the moment, I don't have time for conversation. I need you to do what I said do. And a person who can't just change their photo to a black circle for a few days without contention, without friction, without attitude, or those who just doesn't don't do it, period. You can't be with me. You can't. I don't trust you. Not with anything important. Not with anything life-threatening. Now, you might be a good person to just chill with and have a good time, watch the game or play the game and all that, but nothing important is given to you. So we did that. But, oh, and the reason why, I don't believe I explained it. And I, I believe I said it, but I'm not sure. The reason why, I, if I didn't say it, was because it's not about police brutality. It's about, can you join me in solidarity? Can you join me so we can both be on a united front? A U U U U united front, yes. A united front. Can you do that? If you can, let's build together. If you can't, get out of my building. So then we have many people protesting, people rioting. People setting up environments for us to riot because in not so affluent areas there are pallets of bricks just being placed in random areas people in the hood don't have forklifts What are these pallets getting dropped on, dropped down by? Who are these bricks being dropped down by? Who are strategically placing these pallets of loose bricks? Now, when bricks and things are being delivered, they're wrapped up because they're being transported on a truck. So they're wrapped up to make sure that they don't fall over all over the roads. Excuse me. Uh, got a phone call. So, <clears throat> these bricks, they're, you know, supposed to be packaged because they're packaged when they're transported. And the only time that they're supposed to be unpackaged is when they're about to be used. Same thing with shingles and pretty much any other thing you use for housing, building, and things like that. They're packaged first. Even our pipe, when we make the, the gas pipe and all that, it's banded down while it's being packaged, like while it's coiling. After it's done, we put more bands on it, set it up on a pallet, band it down to that pallet, and when we're done building that pallet, it's plastic wrapped. There are multiple layers of protection. But these bricks, these pallets, of bricks are all placed 
and they're already unpackaged. Some don't have plastic wrap anywhere in sight. Some the plastic wrap is cut down and just laying there. But there's no building there to build with them. There's nothing for you to do with those bricks that are positive. People are being enticed to riot now. Why? Why? So, we go from that to getting a very poignant special from Dave Chappelle, a man that I greatly admire. I love that man. I have no quarrels about saying that I have there's nothing that will make me feel weird about saying that I love that man um, like I said a very poignant very poignant special entitled 846 and in that, one of the things that he said and spoke about was how significant 846 was to him. And he said that one of the things that made it so important was because he was born at 846. In the words of Dick Gregory, that's how the universal God works. That's how the universal God works. And I mean, it can't be. It can't be disputed. Because how else does something like that happen? Right? How else does that just happen? How does it just happen? It doesn't. Simple. It doesn't. And because it doesn't, we have to pay close attention when things like that do happen. Because there's purpose behind it, there's reason behind it we're tasked with the responsibility of finding out what that reason is what that purpose is we're tasked with finding out the why and most people don't really want to take time out to find out about the why most people don't want to put in effort and trying to find out the why but it's important it's important so much so that it's one of the driving forces behind my way of thinking and communicating
always always want to know why why'd you do this why'd you do that but we're not going to get off topic and talk about my philosophies and ways of thinking we see protesting literally nationwide the protesting after George Floyd was in all 50 maybe 51 all of the states of the you know, I mean all the states in the United States then it becomes worldwide people from Canada Australia people on different continents Africa are protesting and there's some true change that's been done not enough more is necessary but there has been change in the right direction so 2020 for many of us has been a year of reflection I made this joke at the end of 2019 I did a video saying pastors, bishops apostles, preachers whoever is going to teach wash service I don't want to hear you say 2020 is the year of clarity I don't want to say I don't want to hear you say it's a year of vision. I don't want to hear any of that because it's low-hanging fruit. Now I'm I'm talking trash. I mean it in a way, but I'm talking trash because 2020, 2020 vision is it's too easy. But if it wasn't anything, it was a year of clarity. <laughs> And my parents said, uh, when I told them about it, because I was joking with them about it, and I told them, you know, that I was planning on doing that. Um, and they, my dad said, well, maybe that is what that year is going to be, and maybe God's just telling you ahead of time. I'm like, nah, man, if, if that's what get the miss God one, why why would I know it right now? Why wouldn't I know? Maybe he told me, right? Because if it was nothing else, it was absolutely a year of clarity. A year of seeing people for who and what they are. A year of accepting, a year of understanding, a year of loss. A year of reevaluating who you are to people, what you are to people. And though those lessons are always difficult, they are also simultaneously necessary. Because if we don't know who we are, to our family, to our friends. If we don't know what we are as far as categorization, what do they have us in their lives for? If we don't know that, 
then we are we are experiencing two different realities in the same relationship and I don't think that's healthy because you could be thinking that everything's great but that other person is experiencing a completely different form of reality in the same relationship which is why you will probably hear me reference many times this one line that will always stick to me from Drake we in the same building but we got different views in the same relationship experiencing different things in it being in the same building and having different views so I think it's imperative Stop wondering. Stop wondering. I did a, I did a, an episode entitled We Don't Have the Luxury where I was speaking on holding grudges not apologizing when it's time for you to. Um, you don't have the luxury to not love those people that we love. Because we don't know how much we'll have them. And we don't know how, I'm sorry, we don't know how long we'll have them. And we don't know how long they'll have us. So, it's very important <laughs> I used to wear my hats like this a lot especially like um, in high school and stuff even just straight back whoops. Um, because of Cassidy honestly uh, the rapper Cassidy when he came out with Hustler I'm a hustler I'm, I'm a hustler homie ask ask about me anyway um, I'm gonna download that <laughs> when I get done with this episode um, then he had yeah I got my drink in my two step come on chill 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 chill, chill. Um, I got a lot of download to do <laughs> I'm being so serious right there I have some downloading to do you hear me I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. I'm going to go down a late middle school, high school, early college rabbit hole. I just know it because I've gotten four songs already downloaded. But back on topic, this is the way my mind works. If you're going to, you know, be in a family, you, hey, man, you're getting me. <laughs> you're getting me right now. Um, but we don't have the luxury to not love those who we want to love, you know. Um, sometimes we have to reevaluate the type of love that we have to give them. And the different, we have to reevaluate the type of love that they're deserving of, but we don't take the love away. 
because what it'll honestly do is hurt you along with them that void that emptiness it's going to affect you it's going to linger it's going to hang on so you don't you don't throw them away you don't take the love away because you truly can't any real love in my opinion doesn't leave your behavior towards that person may have to change based on their actions and the way the relationship was maybe it was toxic and had to stop even though you didn't want it to you don't stop loving them you just have to change you have to change the way you treat them you have to change who they are and what they are in your life I said that so country it's, but it's because I was thinking of lives but then I was like yeah, talking about one so life so you have to change or reevaluate who and what they are in your life Twenty twenty was a good year of showing us that. A lot of divorces. A lot of breakups. A lot of fights. A lot of marriages. Some people found out that they didn't stand they couldn't stand being with each other for long periods of time during the quarantine. Being there day in, day out. Couldn't take it. They got divorced. Some people realized that they didn't want to live with anyone else for that kind of time frame anymore. They got married. But it showed. Gave clarity. See, without the fire... Without the heat, without the purge, you don't get metal, you don't get gold, you get a dusty, clumped, colorful rock. But through that fire, through that purging process, you get a gold necklace, you get a silver necklace and earrings. You get precious metals. You get the metal that's under your car and in your car to make it move. You get the thing that holds up buildings. After the fire. Not before. And not during. You have to go through to get to like that that may be its own episode but you have to go through to get to you have to go through as as a football as an athlete you know but as a football player I play football you know when you're in a locker room you have to go through that tunnel that's that enclosed space you have to go through that tight that tight space you have to go through that tunnel to get to that huge stadium to get to that field that is your home the place where you shine you perform at your best 
but you gotta go through that entire that tight space first. It's a little cramped because you got your whole team, y'all shoulder to shoulder, bumping into each other. But you gotta go through that to get to that field where all the people are screaming for you. Or against you. <laughs> Depending on where you are. If you're away, they're not cheering for you. Uh, <laughs> but if you're home, which is what we're talking about, home field, you go out there and those people are screaming for you, cheering for you, want you to do and be your best. But for you to get there, you got to go through that tunnel. So you got to go through to get to. You got to go through <laughs> the birth process to get to life. Gotta no man. I thought I had this one vibrate. I can't talk. I'm recording. Matter of fact, let me just say that. Hold on. Hey, I'm in the middle of recording an episode. That's no, okay. have to go through to get to. See, that's what it is. Also, um, that's my ringtone. Oh no. What was that? I have no idea what just fell down. Either way. But and again, that, that may end up being an episode because I'm kind of stuck on that now. But you have to go through to get to. Um, so we we learned, hopefully we learned. Well, I'll say this. We saw, we saw that we have to change. We have to change first. And that's period. We have to change the way we are with certain individuals we have to change the relationship we have with them reevaluate who and what they are to us we have to do that otherwise we will continue to live and recreate the mistakes the drama The negativity. And if we don't want to do that, which if you're listening to me, I don't believe you do, then it's time to reevaluate. So, really quickly, those are the things that I learned. In 2020 and in my first year being 30. Time is precious. <laughs> Which is why I made that episode. We don't have the luxury. Time is precious. You don't know how much you have. You don't know how much the people who you love have. So love them now. Even if you have to change or modify the type of love. Love them. 
no excuse. Because you don't want to be the person that's crying when they're not here anymore. You don't want to be the person saying, I wish I would have. Man, if I didn't do this, if I didn't say this, wish I... you don't want that regret. You don't want that. So love them. Okay? I am trusting you to work on loving them. I'm trusting you on loving yourself. Because, as I said earlier, you don't have to wonder. Find out, right? You don't have to wonder if you're beautiful. No, you are. And if you don't like what you see in the mirror, do something about it. If you don't like this part of your body at that part, do something about it. Don't leave it in limbo to come back the next day and see the same thing. Figure out a way. If you don't like your current level of health, do something. The way these streaming services are, they're going to be, if not already, the same amount as most gym memberships. Most of them are on $30 per month. $20 a month, some of them $10 a month, a month. You spend more than that going to a fast food restaurant. One time. But you get a full 30 to 31 days for that same price or lesser. Go get it done. That's what 2021 is. Get it done. That's what this is the year for get it done no more excuses we've had the excuse while quarantined we had the excuses we had the time oh man I can't go I can't do this because of we had that what are you going to do next make it happen that's what you're going to do I'm not asking you I'm telling you because I love you all right because I don't have to know you to love you I don't have to I don't have to see you to love you. I don't have to be around you to love you. I'm telling you right now, it's because I love you. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. This year is the year you get it done. Cuz I know it's going to be the year I get it done. And I'm going to tell y'all something now to hold me accountable. I said to myself at the beginning of the year, I'm going to start back writing music. I'm going to get it done. And I have other moves, but I don't believe in broadcasting everything because the fastest way and the easiest way to kill a tree is while it's still a seed. So once you see these roots are deep and this trunk ain't moving, you'll know he got it done. (laughs) He got it done. And I'm going to be looking for yours. I'm about to check your bark. Check your roots. And I'm going to help water you. And you're going to help water me. And we about to be a forest in here. You hear me? (laughs) We're about to be a forest. Whole bunch of big strong trees. Standing strong. Immovable. Together. That is my declaration. And that is my desire for you. 
thank you for listening, watching, liking, commenting, everything. This has been an episode of Car Talk with Taz the Angel. Good conversation you can ride to. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I thank y'all. You have a great day.